1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please, as we go through the following safety instructions.
0: In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even, and the mask will not Be sure to you adjust your own. hello 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 everyone welcome to the Queer podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality this is your favorite host vernon t scott also known as slater jackson and for you freaky motherfuckers out there sebastian's adams on today's episode you know we're going we're taking a little trip on our favorite rocket ship uh, you know, with the little uh, Einsteins and whatnot, let me stop. We are talking about Planned Parenthood, not necessarily... Well, we will be talking about the organization this this uh, episode, but usually in this topic, it's just about parenthood in general and planning for your uh, parent, like, to become a parent, um, and all the things that the organization itself deals with, like abortion, sex education, um, gender-affirming affir- care, all the things, counseling that they provide, But essentially, today, we will actually be talking about the organization itself, which is a little bit new, but not too new, because look, it's Planned Parenthood. Anyways, I haven't even introduced who the fuck is on this episode with me I have Lucas returning everyone so if you have not listened to those episodes with him um, before just go back and listen to them they're up they're out there listen to all the episodes go back to season one catch up and come like if you missed November last year what the fuck are you doing I'm sorry Lucas how are you doing today I'm being rude
1: I'm good I'm good
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good to hear so are you are you feeling are you feeling uh happy about this uh, conversation that we're about to have today
1: yes yeah i think it's an important subject <laughs> i agree
0: i definitely agree as some people will already recognize by however the hell i just introduced this damn episode they're just like okay vernon get to the damn topic itself i'm here now you know you have to go on like a complete loop and find your way coming back you know a good 360 this is off topic. Um, (laughs) We haven't even started that real conversation, but how do you feel when people um, just be like, cause you know, um, you know, sometimes people just like, oh, I made a 180. I made a 360. Um, How do you feel when people say, oh, I made a full 360? Are you, are you one of those people who's just like, but that's a circle? you're pretty much where you left off or do you see it completely different
1: oh i i my urge right now is to say 360 that's it i did the 1080
0: <laughs> <laughs> i fucked with it but like i like i i remember in math i feel like those people who just say oh you just made a full circle you're exactly where you left off are those same people who don't know what the math behind a three sixty is. Uh and that that's not me to judge those people. Um, because a lot of people suck at math. Uh and it's not my fault that they suck, it's their fault and also their education system. I'm sorry, I'm just being real. Um, go back and go to go back and learn your math, people. It's important.
1: That has something to do with Pi. I, I know that. Yeah. So, essentially,
0: <laughs> whenever a person makes a 360, yes, in terms of a circle, you're essentially back where you started from, but you're not. Like, you just turned around, but if you continue to go, you don't go back to zero. You, If you make another 360, now you're at, what, uh, 720? If you make another one, it just keeps building up more and more and more that you turn. So saying I made a full 360, yeah, you may be in, you know, pointing yourself in the same direction, but you're on a different level. You're on a different state of, a uh, different plane, a different state of being. You've learned some things. You've improved yourself. You're not back at zero. So it's okay, people. Let people say I made a 360, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's that's all I'm saying. (laughs) But anyways, in this topic, so um, you yourself have experience with utilizing the services at Planned Parenthood, correct? Yes. How was that experience for you? What did you learn? And what what makes it so important to you that Planned Parenthood does continue, um, you know, throughout our country and whatnot and, you know, across the globe, too, because they do have like spots everywhere.
1: Well, first, Planned Parenthood is important because they provide um, testing and um, condoms and whatnot if you can't afford them, which is the two reasons I've used Planned Parenthood. They also help if you're like, got like pregnant. Pretty sure they'll give you like prenatal medicines and things like that too. <clears throat> and then they'll educate. They actually are part of the people. Like when we did sex ed in school, Planned Parenthood came as part of it.
0: See, that's something that we don't necessarily. Well, we don't have that level of Planned Parenthood involvement in um, sex education here, which is very unpo- unfortunate. Uh, like, we do need comprehensive sex education across the board. But uh, I did want to mention, uh, like, go back on the uh, free condom thing because and testing. Uh, like, I've have to have like the conversation about testing so much within the last week and a half that is ridiculous. And it's a lot of people who uh, I wanted to like engage with sex with me And they're just like, oh, I only do raw. And I'm just like, I don't. If we're not in a relationship, it's not gonna happen. Um and then they'll mention, oh, but I'm clean, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but at the same time, I don't know you. I don't know exactly your testing uh regimen. I don't know exactly uh, what you have been tested for like a lot of people just most definitely within the queer community only do uh, HIV testing and think that's it like I get going every three months for your uh, HIV screening and most definitely for those who are on PrEP wonderful But within that three months, there's so much that can happen uh, in terms of other STIs that you can uh, catch. Like some of them only takes like two weeks or even a month for symptoms to show or for you to uh, be, you know, have the infection, but you're still uh, waiting another two months or so before you get another test. And even when you do go get those tests, you're not uh, including a full panel. It's just HIV. So it's... It's, it's, it's very, very annoying. So, um, for yourself, when you were engaging in uh, with Planned Parenthood to get your condoms, uh, also, condoms are expensive these days, too. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> when you were engaging with them to get your condoms and do your testing, did you do, like, a full panel or was it mostly just HIV?
1: Well, um, when I was younger it was when i was in high school mm-hmm. that i did the condoms um me and my boyfriend at the time walked in there holding hands for a bag of condoms i thought it was great <laughs> and then i don't i mean, we never actually ended up using them <laughs> but um <laughs> and then um but when i go in for testing i just i have them test for everything that they want i don't limit tests because that's weird
0: <laughs> <laughs> not as weird but i kind of agree like uh, there's just so much out here now like this is not you know the shame or say oh don't have raw sex do whatever the fuck you want to do just be responsible with it that's the only thing i like, yeah. um, know what's going on in your body <laughs> exactly exactly like let's not have any surprises like uh i even had a conversation with someone last night actually uh, and they were just like well i do this i'm not out here uh, sleeping with everybody blah 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 which made me realize that i offended them by telling them like i just don't fool around with a lot of people and risk having sex uh <laughs> without a condom uh, but uh i Realize that they took offense because of that statement, and I'm like, it's not about you. This is something that is mostly about me and my preference here. On top of that, I want to ensure that um, for uh, a relationship that I'm actually pursuing, that I don't have to come to this individual and, and let them know, hey. You know, I've been out in these streets, and I've engaged in raw sex, and now this is something that happened. And now I have to have a conversation with them to see if they're still interested in dating me because I'm out here being uh, irresponsible with my own sexual health because other people want to pressure me into doing things that I am not comfortable with. Like, that's the thing. It's annoying.
1: It's so annoying. <laughs> i agree <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, uh another thing uh just going back on to the uh, you know the maternity health i think a lot of people do not realize that they um do provide that service for a lot of people even breast cancer screens like they planned parenthood does a lot of shit <laughs> like, <laughs> you you would think that oh it's only about uh parent- parenting services but no they do breast cancer screenings and they uh educate people on these things so i found but, out
1: mm-hmm. i found out uh the other day that they at one point um supported forced eugenics as well
0: wait they, they supported forced what
1: eugenics like forced sterilization Whoa! <laughs> yeah back in like the 60s and 70s
0: I'm not surprised. Most things in this country has a little bit of racism in it and that religion is right. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I cannot, It was always I, mm-hmm. it, it
1: always targeted Asian people, black people, gay people, um, disabled people <laughs> anybody right. who wasn't a white male.
0: <laughs> like that's the thing white that straight that is, male. <laughs> that's the thing that is very interesting. Like I When it comes to, like, a lot of the racism that we have to, like see throughout our society on a regular basis i'm just like what is the end goal here like what what is the end goal that you feel superior to other people but at the same time you want to kill off these people but you still want to embrace all of their culture and you do want you do like the diversity and the difference that these cultures bring to your society and whatnot and your lived experience but at the end of the day you still don't want them here what the,
1: the way you describe that made me think it's a mix between apartheid and rwanda
0: <laughs> look it's, it's just so i'm like i i cannot i do not see the purpose of being like all skins need to go back home granted like most of what the u.s is is technically like the the people who are um you know descendants of the, uh, the u.s are the uh, americans uh the north america um this is their home like you have native americans you have um um mexico like i had to tell my brother that um uh, when it came to like people crossing the border in california and texas and all this shit i'm like but most of that was already mexico before you know some wars happen, so they're actually returning home. So, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't remember who it was, but there was some comedian or something, they said something to the effect of, um, we call Native Americans Native Americans when they're the real Americans, which we call ourselves the unwanted Americans. (laughs) (laughs) Something along those lines.
0: (laughs) I, oh, because my... Uh, in that conversation with my brother he asked me why i kept saying u.s citizens and not just americans and i was like because there's two america there's north america south america and if you want to even go with three central america all this yeah. can be considered american we're u.s citizens we're not americans the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Central America. All oh, this yeah. can be considered American. We're U.S. citizens. We're not Americans. We're, we're, just, we're just not. Like, I'm a descendant of uh, uh, enslaved people from Africa. So, like, <laughs> I was born here in the Americas, but I'm not necessarily an American. I'm a U.S. citizen, but, like, I can accept that. Like, whenever I see, oh, Americans this, Americans that, you're not American, speaking of people who are uh, Mexican. You're not American but they're, they're descendants of the people who are originally from this continent. How, how right. they're less American than you are. They got the rights <laughs> to that. <laughs>
1: You're right. <laughs> At least they should. Right, But, but if, you know, white America. <laughs> if,
0: but I, 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 again, I just don't get how it's like, go back to your country, but I want your food. Like, <laughs> what? But anyways, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> but um do you, we're,
1: we're at a 780 or 720 or whatever now right? look look we're, we're making we're
0: making uh resolution uh, not resolutions revolutions that's what the thing's called <laughs> oh god That's mm. still too close about moving. the matrix now <laughs> oh my god not the matrix bitch oh I'm my god to get us off Track again, okay. Yes, you are, because that that triggered a memory of a conversation that had with my aunt when she kept saying, "Oh, we're trapped in the matrix," and I'm like, "Okay, that's fine and all, but you still listen to corporate media, <laughs> like you you still believe all this stuff, and you think that I'm like, I love you, I definitely love you, um, but are you sure I'm the one that's stuck in the matrix, or is it just you, like?" <laughs> It's okay. If, if you believe that we're uh, trapped in a computer program, that's great. Um, I just need somebody to hack this shit because I'm tired.
1: We <laughs> need our version of a trinity.
0: <laughs> Look, Please, please hack the shit. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with living in whatever that little city was that was underground. the ground. I'm okay with it. As long as I know whatever the fuck actually, hold At- up. Atlantis? oh i am here for atlantis but um <laughs> if you had the choice this is going to uh have you seen the fourth movie
1: yeah i watched it
0: okay so would you choose to stay within the matrix or ma- matrix or go on the outside if you, if you really had a choice in the matter
1: oh uh, that's a good question um it depends on the win loss ratio i guess There'd be benefits to do both. I would imagine.
0: You know, so I would say like my if,
1: story ain't the same as Neo. <laughs> exactly that's the other part
0: <laughs> like my thing is if it was a pleasurable life a pleasurable lived experience that i'm going through that i don't have to worry about struggle every fucking day then or where my next meal is going to come from all these things uh, i would actually choose to live in the matrix however if you know like what we we experience on a daily basis of murder 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 death 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 and me exiting that will expose me to a lot less of that then oh bring a motherfucker beam me up scotty that's all i'm saying i would love it i i know i'm gonna have to like murk motherfucker or you know kill a little bit People just not people, a uh, little machines. In order for me to get to this place and just be in a secure area and feel a little bit safe and breathe semi fresh air, I'm okay with it. Take me out. It's just the difference between constant exposure to death versus having peace of mind. I will choose peace of mind every single time.
1: I, I know. I know what my deciding factor is. Well. Which mm. which life gives me the best day
0: i'm done but i support that i i truly support that like there's no need to be stuck in a damn matrix with nothing but mediocre dick no <laughs> no oh my god that's depressing <laughs> again somebody hacked this motherfucker system <laughs> deliver the good shit that's all that's all i need that up down up down left right left right triangle triangle square combo um cheat code that's all i'm saying it,
1: it was that ammunition too
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I think> so <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! All right, so Planned Parenthood—we're supposed yeah, to be that. talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> what did I even leave off on? Oh, so they—they they definitely do a lot for women's health, and the crazy thing that uh, many do not recognize that they do things for men's health too. They—they—they they, they do things for the people, like they ensure that uh, even—I think they do. Um, cancer screenings for testicular cancer, but don't quote me on that. I need to, like, look into that again. But they do focus on men's health uh, in some portion, too. So, it's like, they provide so much shit that people need. But here we are, and people just think they only deal with abortions. Yeah. The Planned Parenthood
1: where I'm from wasn't even, like, an abortion Um The... Closest one to where I was was most Lake, which was like an hour and a half, two-hour drive mm. away. <laughs>
0: You know there used to be one here, uh, and this was some years ago, and I didn't even know that it existed until I was doing some research because uh, I wanted to work for Planned Parenthood uh, at one point, but mostly you know focused on rape culture and shit like that. But they didn't have that position uh, open. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they even uh, have anything related to that, anyways. But um, uh, I was looking into some of the offices here in Georgia and. And yeah they used to have one here but it's gone and I think they have one in Savannah and Atlanta now only and I think the one in Atlanta is the only one that does abortions so
1: there's only there's no Planned Parenthood in Augusta nope that's weird
0: <laughs> now there there is a women's health clinic here um, but that's about it um, of course I would say Planned like, like,
1: Parenthood poser <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I, I will say that um like as an area for health augusta is a good place to be it really is like we have the number one burn center uh, in the state that's here um so if you're out here in um um a fire or something or um have to deal with some type of uh, third degree burns, you will end up here. Um, we also have the number one uh, heart care center here. Uh, uh, is it still number one? It used to be number one. If it's not number one still, we need to talk about that. But um, you know, <laughs> like here, you you can get you could get your health taken care of. Uh, we have a med school here, so dental school. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we have a nursing school. It would be great if we didn't. If we did So it's a, it's a good place to be. It's a really good place to be.
1: By the way, for reference for the listeners, I'm from Washington
0: State. Oh, yeah. So yeah. anything
1: I talk about is referring to my experiences there. <laughs>
0: mm. So... Uh, speaking of your experiences there, because uh, we were talking about our differences in uh, sex education at one point. And, uh, and you also mentioned it here that you did get your sex ed from Planned Parenthood. So overall, what kind of things did you learn from them during your process of um, gaining that education from them? Most definitely when it comes to like queer um, behavior, queer sexuality and all those other things you know, intersections of our lives.
1: Well, the actual health teacher was lesbian. So there was a layer of that. Um, like she always insisted on not labeling yourself as gay or straight at that age because this was junior high. Mm-hmm. So and where I'm from, there's a middle school and a junior high. So this is weird. But it was like ninth grade, I think. <laughs> and so she's like, things can change, interests change, so you should really shouldn't be labeling yourself as gay or straight at this age, is how she described it. Um, but she, like, when things would come up, um, like, we did this briefly, it was probably like 10-15 minutes, but we did briefly discuss anal sex, um, and, like, they showed us pictures of um, penises with STDs and I don't know to scare us. I guess, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, they just—it was. I think probably a more a fairly decent education overall.
0: Well, I I think. I, well, no, I think I know. I love the that your um health teacher decided to have that conversation of not labeling labeling yourselves, uh, because I I see a lot of that happening and not necessarily from like the students or the younger people in the room. But it's often like their parents or their adult friends that label a child as being something that they may not even be. Like I, I remember hearing, you know, when I was growing up, uh, older adults t- talking about, oh, that person's gay, uh, that kid's um, a lesbian. Oh, she's just a tomboy. Oh, he's a tom girl. You know, all these random as uh, comments about these um, about children, including myself. But it's like. I'm still a child. I don't know what life is like. I'm I'm here at ten years old, and I know what gay people is, and how that is supposed to be very disgusting and whatnot, and I shouldn't be uh, gay and uh, all these things. But yet, you still have these adults saying, "Oh, but that's what you are." So you're saying that I'm supposed to not like like what is going on you're saying that i'm gay or you're saying that i'm this that and the third but it's also you're saying that i shouldn't be that so who am i like what what can i do to be a sane person like <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know at, where to be
1: at 10 <laughs> i definitely knew i was gay but i I had that i was going through that long internal struggle of mm-hmm. Like everything involved, it's <laughs> a difficult subject. Yeah, cover everything.
0: <laughs> and you know, um, and it. This also brings up that concept of, you know. Um, kids who happen to be trans and uh, I get the viewpoint of a lot of like the conservative people out there who's think, oh the kid doesn't really know who they are blah 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 uh, how dare you put them on these drugs this that and the third but the thing the thing is is that the view itself comes from a place of ignorance Uh, because like you said when you were 10 you knew exactly uh, that you were gay um, and whatnot and I think a lot of young people start to develop their sense of identity well we start developing our sense of identity a lot younger than that anyways but like in terms of our sexual sexuality our gender and things like things like that we start to become accustomed to who we want to be, who we think we are, and who we need ourselves to be at a very young age. And when it comes to, like, those kids who may have some type of gender dysphoria or even some type of, hold up, I don't feel right in this body situation. These young people are dealing with that on a regular basis. And whenever they do sit down with like a therapist and communicate and articulate that why they feel certain type of ways, why do they feel as though um, what was assigned at birth is not matching who they are, you know, diving deep into that, we as like outside people cannot say that the child doesn't know because they have their struggles, they have To deal with the the internal monologue of who am I on a regular basis, if you get what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, when when I was a cashier at Walmart, there was a couple times where a customer would say something vaguely homophobic, and there was a kid around, and that was the only time I ever actually said anything because I'm an adult and I can deal with it. But a kid, you never know what's going on with them. So I just, I would say to the customer, I'm like, you're it's okay to have your opinions, but be careful who's around when you say it, because mm-hmm. if a child is, they're going to hear it and remember. <laughs> mm,
0: that's very true. And it's, I, I hate that a lot of people do have to grow up with some type of insecurity about who they are, mm-hmm. like there's not too many people that I've come across who've been confident in their identity throughout their entire life. And I think that's a problem.
1: Yeah, there's a kid. My nephew was going to school with him a couple of years ago, at least. um, And he was the, because they're in middle school, the same middle school I went to, but um, they're in middle school. And um, he was the only gay kid. Mm. And and so like everybody want to hang out with him because he was the gay kid. So they're like, "Ooh, let's be friends because you're different. You're gonna be cool," which is usually true, but not always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the gay kids kill the cool kids. I'm okay with that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. There's the worst reasons to be popular are like coming from money.
0: <laughs> mm, mm. like even even with you know people at such you know a, a young age it's it's that freedom of choosing who to be that yeah. uh, a lot of people don't give others the option to do because i i have friends who who, who are trans who've had their own identity crises where either they you know um uh, would you know, one day they're just like, this is who I am, this is who I identify as, and three not three months to a year later, it's like I don't know anymore. I don't know who exactly I am. And of course, like even when it comes to like well, this thing the person I'm actually thinking of right now, um, they were right back to, okay, yeah. I I was just going through some things, um, a lot of bullying and whatnot, but hold up. I know who I am. I always knew who I was. But anyways, but like when it comes to those identity um, crises, um, it's a lot for young people to deal with, older adults to deal with, because it's like you really do have to capture the essence of who you are be it um, someone who's been on this earth for 35 years or even somebody who's been on this earth for 15 years you have to capture all that time in a span of one moment to figure out hold up who am i and hope that the person that you uh, wake up as uh, the next day is still just as comfortable with who you were the the other day like it's a lot for us to deal with yeah that's true And I think that's another reason why I don't like labels is because the label themselves puts you in a box that um, because we're so focused on identity as a society that we branded that we say, oh, if you're. Gay. That means you have to love the rainbow flag. You have to be all kinds of sex positive. You're supposed to be extremely sexual. You're supposed to, uh, you know, yes, queen, and all this other shit. Be a little bit more effeminate than the um, bare minimum of masculinity. Well, the maximum of masculinity. Like you should be a little feminine in within you um, to be within that, you know, spectrum. But that's not true. That's just not the reality. We, uh, wherever you fall as a queer person, you have subsets of your identity that's not going to match what the brand wants you to be. Like personally, I don't like the rainbow flag. Actually, I used to have nightmares every time I drew a rainbow as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, every single time. I used to hate assignments that uh, I, around um, St. Patrick's Day because I will end up having to draw a rainbow two days actually that night i have a nightmare uh and it's always the same recurring nightmare every time i drew a a rainbow that i was just like i fucking hate rainbows uh and still do (laughs) but like that's a part of the brand but that's not a part of my identity you know yeah it's just i hate it I, i i do hate the box that a lot of people are placed in in this society it's ridiculous
1: Yeah, no one wants to be a square. Nobody wants to be a square. Or a cube. (laughs) Actually, I might be okay with a cube.
0: Because, you know, a cube got some dimensions on it, bitch. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Open me up. I got even more to let you see. But, um, yeah, nobody wants to be a square. Ooh. Okay, since nobody wants to be a square, are you okay with being a circle?
1: Oh, um... I d I don't even know what that means.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to add because you know what we're doing 360, seven twenty and more. Like <laughs> I think
1: we're I think we're up to fourteen forty now. <laughs> oh look at that. Progress. I think that's four. It could be off on the map.
0: <laughs> we might we might be a whole spiral by the end of the day. Look at God that's how you <laughs> elevate people don't be a sphere be a spiral right. <laughs> oh god um all right i think that was mm, do you have anything else you want to add about um Planned parenthood that you need to get off your chest or whatnot
1: um i don't think so um i
0: had thought about um
1: when we were as we were talking I had thought about when I realized I was gay and the first time I realized how gay I look. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: how gay you look? Yeah, it was in P E class and I was walking back to the school and I saw my reflection on the mirror or in the class door. I was like, Holy shit, I look gay. <laughs> I'm
0: so, dumb. so when when did you realize how was that experience for you? I feel like I I want, you know, yeah. When did you uh, realize that you were gay?
1: So, I don't know exactly how old I was—six, seven, or eight. Um, I was at my aunt Karen's. Always um, a Karen. um, I'm yeah. <laughs> I, I know your aunt, your aunt Karen is actually pretty cool. We like. Yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. She 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 was cool. Uh, she passed away in two thousand, but this was before that, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So her daughter is lesbian. And so I saw a picture of, a family picture up on there, above the thing with their Russian doll nest and all of their weird trinkets. <laughs> um, it was a pic- just a family picture of my aunt, my uncle, their son and daughter, and then another girl. And I was like, is that your son's girlfriend? And she's like, no, that's my daughter's girl. I'm like, girls can have girlfriends? And it kind of went from there for a few minutes until I learned exactly what lesbian and gay was. And at that point, I was like, Well, that's that's me. I don't know if I said that out, out loud. <laughs> oh,
0: well, look at that. You, you saw yourself somewhere else, and it you realized, Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I will say, for myself, I know I was very young when i realized that i was interested in both men and women uh i was uh i know for um the little girls i guess i realized that i was into um girls when i was like in second or third grade it might have been second because i i just remember my crush i forgot her name though like my very first crush definitely forgot her name but i do remember my first um Mel crush actually yeah yeah Snay was a Wendell and um I was like living in uh Philadelphia at the time we had a little nice little um because uh he used to spend the night over at uh, our place every now and again so we had a little relationship so I mm-hmm. had my my very first cute little young kid gay relationship uh when I was like five or Oh, damn <laughs> <laughs> it was cute now think about it it was like oh we were we um uh, even mapped out our future together that's how we it. it was just like okay so who's going to be the woman in this relationship <laughs> Like <the guy's> shit. <laughs> oh my god that's my, one of my favorite questions
1: because i was always, always like we're both guys that's the point <laughs> exactly exactly there's
0: like if if you know however you know people want to identify their damn relationships be it a feminine man masculine man and y'all just be like okay you can be the woman i don't care whatever but for me i'm just like if it's a queer relationship it's a queer relationship i don't i don't know there's no man there's no man there's no woman there's no woman it's just two motherfuckers enjoying each other (laughs) i don't i don't care like i I (laughs) also
1: I also like it when they phrase, it's the same question, really, but they say, are you a pitcher or a catcher? And I like to say, I don't play football. Look, I, sir, um, that's baseball. <laughs> I that's exactly why I say it.
0: Okay, long as you know, because look, we are not. I know I'm not that great at the sports lingo, but I know that much. We, I'm not going to let you go down like that. But if you're doing it on purpose, it makes sense. I'm okay with it. Like, no, no. <laughs>
1: The Super Bowl is always in February. I know something. Oh yes, yes,
0: it is. It's the I think it's the first Sunday. It might be. Oh, the yeah, Sunday. I
1: don't. I don't know that. I just know it's in
0: February. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'd be like uh, looking at the Super Bowl, like what where they're going to be the next year, and just like, is this a city I will visit to be a hoe? If so, I might go to town for the Super Bowl just for that reason and <laughs> swipe up someone who's going to pay for my round trip tickets there and back <laughs> like, it was, like, for the <laughs> remainder of all Super Bowls like hey how you doing you like paying bills you look like you do so <laughs> hey <laughs>
1: the sophistication it's it's why I've dubbed you Dr. Howe
0: <laughs> yes oh my gosh you all um you, well by this the time that this actually uh, airs, uh, you will probably see something on my social media profile that shows this wonderful uh, wh- how do I describe it? I want to say like a name tag uh, or a door knocker, but I don't I don't know. It's just beautiful. Um, but it, it has <laughs> Dr. Ho on it so yeah y'all y'all will see y'all will love it uh if you don't if you don't follow me on any of the socials that's your problem but uh, <laughs> 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 oh god i feel like there was something i did want to bring up earlier but you know it's it's out of my head now but it you know the crazy thing when i go back and listen to this episode to um you know to make the edits and whatnot the thought is going to come back and like, oh, you wanted to say this. It always happens. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like... Sometimes I just want to be like, oh, well, everybody, you know, go on, like, TikTok or some shit. Be like, hey, if you listen to this episode around this point here at 31 minutes and 45 seconds, I wanted to add this portion too. And here it is. Blah, 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 So other than that, continue to enjoy the episode. (laughs) Let me know what you think. I might start doing something like that for real.
1: I've, I've seen YouTubers actually put something in the middle of their video of them saying shit like
0: that exactly it's like I didn't even know I when you when you get on a roll or if you go so far down in a tangent that you just forget exactly where you went left It is over. You have to go through the entire city just to get back. You have to do another 360. (laughs) And guess what? You're not going to be in the same place that you left.
1: (laughs) We're at 1,800 now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Since we're at 1,800... If you are listening to this episode, you made it this far, and you don't have 1,800, you know, that would have been a (laughs) great-ass plug. They need to go ahead and advertise, because, look, that would have been, because I was going to say just taking you a shot of 1,800 tequila. but
1: (laughs) Maybe they'll sponsor this episode. (laughs) Exactly. They might as well. They're not
0: sponsoring this, but, look, the way that played out, they might as well just be like, oh, Vernon, I heard you on the Holiloquy podcast, and you said eighteen hundred, bitch, and then you almost had people taking a shot. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and give you a little bit of coins. Got Thank some you. more
1: rum? I can take a shot.
0: Right. You can send a cup of thousand this way. Look, it's okay. We we sips eighteen hundreds around here. We t- we sips tequila, and let's okay. Since we're um trying to get advertisers now, so uh, listeners. I was in this romantic relationship, it was with this man, a strong man, a lot of you all know this man, because this man is fun, okay, (laughs) he and I, we've been dating since, you know, I was a little, it was, I guess, six months or so after my 21st birthday is when we, like, met and started to communicate a little bit more, get to know each other, it might have been my 21st birthday, actually, um... But we, we really loved each other. We dated for so many years and actually we kind of still see each other every now and again. I always mingle with him. Like is such a great guy. Such a great guy. Like <laughs> he just he just warms me up every time we like see each other. Uh like I just whenever I indulge in his presence, like his taste is just like he sends me places. And his name is Jose, y'all. Jose Cuervo. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that man, that man. <laughs> look, Jose was bait all up until 2021. That's all I'm saying. We had to break up because, look...
1: It wasn't Jack. It was that oh <laughs>
0: Jack, Jack will beat you. Oh, my God. Jack is a, an abuser. Um, that's all I'm saying. But Jack has... Okay, Jack has his honey side, right? And that's that bitch I like. <laughs> Always Jack honey. When Jack is sweet, I appreciate him a lot more. But other than that, he beat you like you some fucking Hennessy. Oh my god. Like <laughs> Now, Henny is definitely an abuser. I don't fuck with her. Oh my god. No, she is mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. She's strong and hateful. I cannot. Mm-mm. But Jose will always have you. I miss our relationship sometimes, but you know. I had mm-hmm. a dildo I named Jose once. Oh if my God, know. this man. <laughs> 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 oh my God, do you still have that, Jose, or no?
1: Um, I don't think I do. Mm. I don't think it's one of the ones I brought. <laughs> See, I brought not, a few, not all of them. You know, I was more focused on bringing my cuffs and
0: stuff. <laughs> well, since we're talking about dildos, look, um, if y'all didn't know, by this point, my new, uh, the spinoff podcast is out. It's called the Vibrator in My Bo- Oh, the Vibrator in My Pod. So go ahead, subscribe to that as well as the Honolulu Podcast. Uh, of course, some of those episodes will be making its way on to you know like bonus episodes under this page for like the next year just so people know that it, it exists but look make sure you make the time to go over there and subscribe like what's the buzz bitches what's the buzz uh, <laughs> might as well plug it right. <laughs> there's so many damn puns <laughs> like I just said might as well plug it and then I the next thing I thought of was like a butt plug. <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, it's all about, you know, it's, it's toy plugs. reviews. <laughs> you know, I don't have a butt plug. I should get I one because I've heard like great things. How how do you like yours?
1: It's it's cool. It's it's
0: right here. do you do you like leave yours on uh, like leave yours in actually um during like work hours or anything or do you just like every now and again just i have
1: when i worked at the hotel back home Mm. i did occasionally um but i don't i don't know it depends i use it more so for like um preparation reasons now Mm.
0: (laughs) you know my only thing like the reason i do not risk something like that is because leave it up to me i will bend over and it just falls out my pants and i'm just like well here we are (laughs) how are we doing (laughs) bernard what is that um hmm, what is that we should have a conversation that's not here um
1: why don't you check out my podcast (laughs) exactly
0: feel free to like not ask me what that is i'm just gonna walk out i'm sick oh my gosh i just threw up that's what you just saw i threw up and it just came out as a black looking butt plug that's it you know <laughs> <laughs> it's time for me to go home oh, <clears throat> i got the covid mm.
1: <laughs> i honestly don't know if i do like don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to or if I actually tell them. <laughs> exactly.
0: Don't, mm, you ask too many shits. Mm. I'm
1: not shy. I've, I've overindulged plenty of times.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. Like, I don't know why people think that I'm not going to be truthful. Like, if you really want to know, I will tell you. Like, mm, like my own co-worker, um... <laughs> she's such a sweetheart she's an older lady too she was just like well you know uh all uh, people out here doing all kinds of things because we were we were not talking about sex, but we were kind of talking about sex because we were talking about the podcast, and she she just brought up like I don't even know if you uh you know people these days they do whatever they want to do. Some men are gay, some men are straight, and you know sometimes you just don't even know. Like I don't even know if you gay or not. You know what? If you are, it's cool. I love you regardless. And she almost asked, but she kept going. <laughs> I was like, bitch, if you want to know, we can have this conversation today. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I love it I love it anyways I think this like w- we definitely left the Planned Parenthood conversation I apologize you all but
1: we're just singing Diana Ross
0: man. look we, we, we definitely <laughs> are weak. that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> I love Diana but I'm an Anita, uh, Anita fan and oh I might as well say this now too Uh I will be doing uh, you might have already heard this too on the podcast people cuz you know I do the love song dissections but this year I'm only focusing on Anita Baker. They're probably they're going to be solo episodes. So the other love song dissections will be coming out, you know, during like the regular season stuff, not bonus episodes. But when you see that bonus episode and it's a love song, it's about Anita Baker. Just know that. And it's because I love her and we caught up in the rapture's bitches. That's all I'm I'm all I'm saying. But Let's do a Would You Rather. You ready? Okay. Okay. Would you rather be with a lover who has no hair anywhere on their body, well, their head or body, or have one who is excessively hairy everywhere?
1: Oh, probably no hair. (laughs)
0: Hmm. Okay, you naked mole rat. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> you over here loving Rufus. I'm here for. Our, stuff. I forget what they called. But um, yeah. You better. You better. For me, I'm just like both of them. I don't like the hair on a person's. Okay, honestly, let me let me take that back. I might be a little bit creeped out if I did run into somebody who's like completely bald everywhere, like. I'm okay with a bald head.
1: Okay oh, wait, with are you the bald.
0: Like eyebrows and everything.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: but if you if but... you if you out here with no eyebrows, I don't want to judge you because I love Whoopi Goldberg. Like That's she's true. extremely beautiful, and I I love people who draw on their eyebrows because those things forever be on fleek. But it's just I don't know if it's just completely hairless. I'm, gonna, I'm I revert to my. Out.
1: I'm going to revert to my, it depends on the dick.
0: You know, amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. I support that because, look, it's both of them. If you could, like, really make me come. There we go. <laughs>
1: like, I don't know. Like,
0: because I've seen many attractive people who do not have eyebrows but their hair usually makes up for the fact that they don't have an eyebrows and you don't even notice. Like I didn't even know anything about the Whitney Goldberg uh, situation until a friend brought it up. And I was like, bitch, you lying. Like, I know she has eyebrows. I've always seen this woman with eyebrows. And then I went back and looked at all these pictures of her and I'm just like, hold up. <laughs> What's going on here? This is not the memories that I had. <laughs> like, this- oh, she's still gorgeous. <laughs> It doesn't come up very
1: often because how many times you actually talk to someone about their eyebrows? But when it does, I always like what eyebrows because I technically have a unibrow, so I only have one.
0: Right, <laughs> it's u-
1: connected by like some peach fuzz, but it's
0: connected. <laughs> right, and the other thing is, aren't eyelashes technically hair?
1: Yeah, I do have a friend um, back home. She had that one. Condition where she like compulsively pulls out hair. So oh, Trichotillomania. Yeah, yeah. The first time I heard that word, I'm like, "You're just making shit up." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now I'm just like, "What would someone look like without eyelashes?" Like, I don't think I will find the lack of eyelashes creepy. She puts um, <clears throat> some sort of makeup
1: on the very edge. Oh, she eyeliner? Yeah, maybe. Um, So she, you can't really tell. She does it well enough to where it's not so obvious.
0: You see, you know what? That's why makeup does wonders. Makeup will forever do wonders. So I probably... I'm, I'm still okay with both of them. But it's like, I don't know. Like, now I'm thinking, like, excessively hairy. Is this all of the body? So are the eyelashes eyelashing beyond eyelash? And are the eyebrows forever eyebrowing hmm that's an interesting verb <laughs> <laughs> like, are Are you comfortable with dating someone who has a monobrow i know i'm okay with it but I, i'm just curious
1: um probably
0: because hmm. i've seen some very attractive people with like the caterpillar brows as they will say that they have and it looks really good so it's like i don't i, I see no issue
1: yeah I mean, really, it depends on their personality. Their physical traits don't matter as much. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I I already know your answer for this one. Um, Would you rather your partner found oral sex disgusting or was constantly obsessed with anal sex?
1: Oh, Okay, constantly obsessed with being offset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: like, I feel like that's a question that's for that's like somebody. almost a requirement. Right. <laughs> it's like, this is not the group of people to be asking that question to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I, I would say we'll put a pen there. Do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience before we close everything out?
1: Yes. Um, Not this. This is just a weird little fact that I just thought of. (laughs) Um, Most people believe Homer Simpson's favorite movie is Look Who's Oinking, but it's actually Look Who's Oinking Three. Wait, who? (laughs) Homer Simpson from The (laughs) Simpsons. Wait, no, I'm saying it said his favorite movie is what? Most people think it's Look Who's Oinking like Pig, uh-huh. um, but it's really Look Who's Oinky 3, the third install. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, okay. Go away.
0: <laughs> We're just going to ignore that, people. <laughs> if you're a fan of The Simpsons, there you go. That, that helps you out. You know, I have not seen The Simpsons in forever.
1: I haven't actually either. <laughs> like,
0: people keep saying The Simpsons predicts a lot of things, but at the same time, I'm just like, or do they just make the comics, It like, do the little um, video edits after a certain thing happens, and then just put it in the context of, okay, The Simpsons is here. Yeah,
1: I I do remember seeing the episode where Lisa was president after Trump, and I think that's the same episode where Weird Owl made his second appearance. Really?
0: <laughs> you know, there's a Weird Owl film on Netflix right now that I've been thinking about. Or it, or it might be oh, with there. Daniel Radcliffe. Like the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe plays Weird Owl. Oh, this is it good? <laughs> have you seen it?
1: I haven't. I don't want to. I have to pay for Netflix again. Then. <laughs> uh,
0: sir, you need to <laughs> find people so you can get their free version. Like get it for free like i'm, I'm using my aunts <laughs> i i could see if my mom has no. yeah go ahead go ahead like you might
1: as well it's like they, they won't notice that there's an account using in washington and one in georgia they you won't know they actually didn't notice <laughs> it that's the crazy thing
0: it's like why are you paying this much fucking attention to what the hell is going on in my household it's Look, if 85 motherfuckers are on my damn (laughs) Netflix account, (laughs) let 85 motherfuckers be on my Netflix account, okay? I have a huge-ass family. It's not my fault that I have 40 kids, and those 40 kids had uh, two children. That's more than 80. No, that is... You know what, we're not doing math right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <it. laughs> what did I start the episode with talking about? Oh, you need to learn how to do math and here I am fucking it up. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, and
1: I'm only I'm only doing math so multiples of three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just said math.
0: <laughs> you did, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, on that note. Thank you so much, Lucas, for joining me today on the podcast. You're greatly appreciated, sir. All right, to the listeners out there, thank you all so much for listening to the Holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye.